All right, we'll try this. This might be a nightmare, but... You gonna open the, um... Yeah. Wine glass, or a uh, wine bottle? Whoops. Not wine glass. Wine glass. <laughs> Where's our rabbit? Oh, that's a good point. It was supposed to be delivered today. wine bottle with one hand is a sight to see. It's really good. <laughs> you're such a sarcastic asshole. I don't know like, you're flirting with me and you're <laughs> I get, sometimes I get to the end of my senses and I realize, I realize I have to pull back. Nope. Um, yeah, there you go. Cool. I'm not used to this manual yeah. You want me to? Here. Thank you. You you decided the the girl with a broken hand should do it. So. Oh, I went down too far. Yeah. Not the couch. It, it didn't get on the couch. I know, but... We're good. You heard the splash, right? Yeah. I did. All right. Well, we can get started. Mm -hmm. So we're doing a, a game of chess tonight. And um, you know what was funny about the... Uh, so on the chat today, we... So Gwen, Gwen does read the chat occasionally. Yeah, I, I peek in there sometimes. What was going on in the chat today? Oh, um, some people want to know about your whiz riz. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me. Why? Because I don't have any or? <laughs> no, because you do, but it's just funny that like. Just out of the blue, like someone's just like, give me a give me a lesson on Wizriz. I don't think I'm I'm very good with women. <laughs> <laughs> with other uh, you know, witches and wizards, I yeah, I can throw down. I think I think you're good with women. I think I'm I'm I think respectful you just choose of women. not to be because me yeah I think I'm I'm very respectful of women I don't think you know mm -hmm. there isn't like a um I think some people treat it like a game I don't think I've ever really thought about it like a game you know what I mean like it's not it's not like just something to pass the time for you. Yeah, it was always more about making sure that I found like the right person to be with, you know? Yeah. And I'd rather have like the relationship first. Yeah, I would also like say that you don't really conform to what others like. 
<laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like you don't... You don't force yourself into being like someone that you're not to to be with them. Yeah. Like you're like, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And that's kind of the gist. Like, yes, everyone can kind of work on... Everyone can kind of work on themselves you know, being mentally stable and happy and without diminishing, like, what happens in the relationship. Because, like, if you lose yourself in the relationship, then it's not even worth it. And I would just say, yeah, off the bat, you're like, this is who I am. I'm kind of an asshole sometimes, but I'm into it. You're into it. I'm into it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think I was very nice at the start. And then, mm. I think at the start you told me that I need to like. You didn't tell me to like go away, but you're like <laughs> I'm I'm busy, so I'll talk to you when I can. Yeah, I did tell you that. I remember. Yeah. Like that's not necessarily being an asshole. Like you were it's just setting that, boundaries. Yeah. Just that I I had a very I had a very busy. Life. I still have a very busy life. Yeah. And I think I think the way I, I deal with that well is I, I put things into into boxes very very quickly about, you know, even like with my like time compartmentalization and that stuff. Yeah. You know? And like yeah, I can I can be very spontaneous and make time for friends, I think. But you know, like my daily schedule does not it doesn't. It doesn't deviate yeah. very well. Yeah. No. This is a very purple wine. It's very purple. You think? Yes. Yeah, I can. It's not. It's not like so much red. It's definitely indigo. Hmm. It's not bad. Yeah, it's good. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna talk about tonight because um, I talked about meditation in today's post. You talked about the break that you're going to take. Yeah. Which is good. Ooh. Yeah. Tesla. I was right. You were right. Mm -hmm. Tesla did end up going down. Yep. Which is interesting. Um, Is that you're you're starting with an English opening? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, Tesla did. It, it it still broke below its trend line, which is which is interesting. I'm gonna. <clears throat> I've been playing a lot of people online lately. I don't think that I've played. When was the last time you played? A couple months Probably ago. Probably since August. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. All right. Your move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You don't have your first five moves already plotted? Mm-mm. No. Oof. That sounded like that hurt. It's okay. That's just my <clears throat> broken finger. That was just my brain. <laughs> just my broken finger is fine. <clears throat> this is going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of like little ASMR. I don't know if people enjoy this podcast, but I hope that they like the experiment of it, you know. 
of the landing of the chess pieces. Yeah. I think that they're going to see how slow we are <laughs> with making chess moves, which should be funny. Always, you love you love going corner to corner. Um. Well, you surprise me with your second move, so mm, I'm like, well, damage well, control. Now I don't know what the I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm about six or seven moves away from checkmate. That's fine. Whoa! That's my piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh this is gonna be um this is on the pod by the way so mm -hmm. you alright so I can't lose yeah there's a lot of pressure I don't give a shit about pressure you don't mm -mm. you were born for pressure I'm just here living my best life so what do you think about you know like I think, um, so there's a lot of online dating. Oh, I think it's, I think it's atrocious. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's, it's a big problem because, like, I won't say from experience, but I'll say from, like, people that I've known, they'll go on a date, let's just say, like, something on Twitter, or on, they meet someone on Twitter, or they meet someone on Tinder, or one of those apps, or whatever. Yeah. And then they go on a date, and it's all good, and they're talking, and then they catch feelings really quick, they're like, oh my gosh, this is it, like, this is, because they, like, search for it for so long, and then they go on a couple more dates, and then they find out that the person is still on the dating app, talking to other people. How do you have any trust at that point? Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like... Yeah. Like, they're open, but it's also like, if you're going on more than, like, five dates with a person and they're still on the dating app, I feel like a conversation should be had. Really? So, five dates? Yeah, like, if you're going to dinner and then you did the gay, like, movie thing, and then... The gay movie thing? Yeah, I don't like movies as first date. It's literally... <laughs> okay, you're about to get me to rant. It makes no sense. You you pick someone up, you may go have dinner, or maybe the movie's first and then you have dinner. But usually it's dinner and then the movie. Mm -hmm. And you sit there for two hours. You can't even talk to each other. You can't even look at each other. You're just watching a movie. <laughs> and then you just go home. Right. Like, movies are a good one. Like, if you... If you need a date night, like, and you've been dating for a while and you just need something to, like, get your mind off of stuff. Or, you know, make an out. But. Yeah. It's not a good first date. No. Neither is bowling. I don't like being in a room full of people that I, I don't know. Yeah. You, you took it. a whole different turn on that. You, yeah. Well, I was just thinking about why I hate movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you're in a room, a it's pitch, also too a pitch black. Yeah room full of people you don't know 
And there's a problem with that because like you're cal- like you have to calculate like you're oh. just a sitting duck at that point. Yeah, you're that's sitting what, duck. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I think about. <laughs> you know what's a humbling experience? Finding out that your kid has the same laugh as you. Yeah. You ever think about that? Well, assuming that you don't have a good laugh. Yeah, or you you realize you're like <laughs> Hi, uh, you realize, like, the first time you hear it, right? Like, you're like, wow, that's a psychotic laugh. Where did that come from? And then you realize... Oh, oh that's sh- me. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where to move. You you stumped me within, like, the first... I don't know why you threw your pieces so far forward. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think we might have to start over. I'm rusty. Yeah. Are you bored? Did you beat me too easily? I already beat... I told you I was five moves away from checkmate. Well, you're not at checkmate yet, so... Keep up, Buck. <laughs> um... You literally just threw your rook for, and I took it. Mm-hmm. It happens. You threw it into a pawn. I didn't think you paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so another date, um, another date idea I don't like is bowling. Yeah. Why? It's boring. Bowling is boring? Bowling? Yeah. Is boring? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And And other people have, like, like, touched those balls, and you don't know. And it's also, like, the girls know that you're literally just staring at her ass the entire night. So, really? Yes. Oh. No, yes. I've never been on a bowling date before, so. Yeah. Boring. I don't like touching those balls because <laughs> I don't know who else has, like, touched them. You're going to make everyone on the pod think that you're, like, a crazy germaphobe. <laughs> you just don't leave the fucking house. You go to Costco and you don't go anywhere else. <laughs> I'm not a fan of... Please of, tell people that you get out of the house. Like you I do get do out of the house. I, I, I No, but, like, I, I go into nature a lot. I get... The, I yeah. do get dirty. Like, I mean, I don't... It's just, like, those... It's those weird... I have I have weird social, like, clicking hang-ups, I guess. Yeah. If that's what you want to call it. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. You're real, mm-hmm. you're real special. What was it? Was it Reptar? Who's that? Who's that person? Reptar? But yeah, somebody. I think his name's Rep. I mean, I don't know his real name, but Reptar. Yeah. His name's Reptar. Right. He said, it's okay. I got a little bit of the tism, too. Yeah. You joke about you having tism. You think I have a bit of the tism? I didn't say that. I said you joke about yourself yeah. having to so. I'm not making any assumptions here. I think the way my brain works, like mathematically, it just it doesn't process appropriately. No. I think like in some ways it it might process even more appropriately than um uh, what people are like used to mm-hmm. but 
Um, why would you? All right. I'll take it. <laughs> Two out from check. How many moves has it been? I don't know. That might be a little bit more than five moves, but. Yeah, you talk a big game. Because I'm not in check yet. You're about to be in check after this move. Just watch. What are you going to do? <laughs> Shush. That doesn't work. I can go there if I want to. All right. Check. Actually, is that? No. No. All right. <laughs> Your move? You can. <clears throat> Whoa, that was cool. The, these magnetic pieces are like so cool. They're so nice. Yeah. So you're gonna tell everyone what just happened? I just took your queen. <laughs> so, just for everyone to know. <laughs> just so everyone knows, she did take my queen. My God. I love playing with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure me out. I'm trying to figure you out for years. You always, you're like forever changing. What do you think is like the hardest thing about figuring out about me? just what you're thinking day to day because it is a lot all over the place it's all over the fucking place what do you mean oh like i'll be telling you something you're like okay so we can finish that conversation let's go get costco pizza and i'm like did you hear what i just said <laughs> you're like yeah i had a thought and i had to tell you though but i hear what you're saying yeah and then like you just randomly be like so I heard about this, and then you, like, fixate on that subject. Like, the whole cloning thing last night. Yeah. Ick. But you were fixated on it. And I was like, please stop talking to me about it. And you're like, but listen. Oh, <laughs> you didn't want it. More. You didn't like it? I don't want, want, want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. But it's okay, because I know that You're about to bring me back around to that video, by the way, because I'm, now I'm <laughs> thinking about it. And that's like, that's driving me a bit nuts now. Yeah. Because, um, <clears throat> that video is nuts. The, the fact that they had a, a secret bio lab run by the Chinese government, the whole area gets blocked off by the FBI, so the local authorities aren't allowed to actually investigate the lab. Yeah, that's whack. 
and they get they get <clears throat> caught for such a small thing, the like garden homes thing. That doesn't make sense to me. You think it was set up? I think they were tipped off. Yeah. Mm. I think they knew, mm-hmm. and they just they they used the excuse of, well, there was a a coding violation on the garden hose. But yeah. somebody probably called it in. Yeah. Because the fact that they were running a undercover bio lab in California, it it makes me wonder. So, like, you know, we were we were both listening to that Sean Ryan podcast mm-hmm. with um, what's her name? Is it Sarah, it was Sarah Adams or Taylor Adams? I can't remember what her name was. Miss Adams. Miss Adams. And. Uh, she was like, <clears throat> she was like, yeah, there's probably terrorist training camps within the United States currently yeah. because of the open border. Yeah. Which is a huge threat. And a big problem. I'm just like, now at this point, I'm just kind of taking all your... <laughs> That's okay. All your pieces. I'm dragging you in. Yeah. Because you can't touch me. (laughs) You can't touch my big pieces like you think you can. (laughs) (laughs) And the idea that there's actual terrorist training camps in the United States... Terrifying? Yeah, it's terrifying. Check. <clears throat> um, check. Nope. Mm. Definitely terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what you're going to do here. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really get a lot easier. I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. Nope. Kings can't move like that. <laughs> Oops. Well, I can go here. Mhm. You know, it's common courtesy to resign after you're down to your last four pieces. You ain't gotta call me out in the pod like that. Just let me finish strong. All right. You're supposed to root for me. Yeah. I'm sure they're rooting for you. You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rooting for you, too. You're an asshole. <laughs> you're competitive. Why are you so competitive? I don't like when you're pushy at me. I like when you're a dick, but not with chess. Not with chess. No. It's okay. Redemption. Let's get it. 
I don't really know what to say about, you know, online dating and all that stuff. The only thing I'm glad about is that I don't have to do it. I think online dating can be scary, especially because, like, you don't know who you're talking with. Yeah. And if you're online dating and you're, like, I don't know. You've got... I don't know how to put this in a nice way other than, like, sounding like a bitch, but, like... If you're online dating and you're like in your 40s or 50s, yeah, and things aren't working out, it may be time for you to just do some internal work. Because it's easier to like blame it on other people and like relationships and right, but like maybe work on yourself because you're not gonna like look for what you're you're not gonna find what you're looking for <clears throat> what you need in another person. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good point. Is that, you know, I think a lot of times we go, well, why isn't it working? Is it our culture? And, you know, to a certain extent, there probably are some things that are wrong with our culture. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some things that are, like, wrong with with online dating culture. But really, I think you always got to start with yourself and figuring out, you know, why why am I not happy, right? Why am I not happy by myself? Yeah. You got to figure that out. And you also, like... You got to dig in deeper to the things that do make you uncomfortable and why they make you uncomfortable. Like, for instance, if you've had a past of, like, jealousy or you've had an ex that cheated on you and that's kind of, like, baggage, you probably need to, like, unload that and figure it out before you go on dating app because... Right. You're just going to be sitting there thinking, well, who else are you talking to? Sure. And then that's an uncomfortable conversation to have with someone that you just met right also like i don't know i feel like social media dating it's not as like deep and meaningful like okay i know i mentioned twitter if you were to like meet someone on twitter and you guys are talking back and forth whatever and then you decide to go on a date that's different but i'm talking about like the is, Bumble app or... Is Twitter, app, is Twitter dating a, a real thing? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that insemination, whatever, posts. Stop. Does that count? No. No. <laughs> no. That's like a job posting. I don't know. It was weird. A job posting? Yeah. What's that? Job. Oh, like job. A, like, they got to go job. do a job. <laughs> like... Sure. That's interesting. Yeah. So I I would say, like, for me, like, my insight on, on online dating, it's more common these days, especially because of, like, COVID and everything. Like, everyone's kind of more comfortable just being glued to their phone and making connections that way. Yeah. But I think it's important before you feel any, like, deep feelings <clears throat> for someone to, like get to see how they're they are in person as soon as possible versus like creating this fantasy in your head that this person is this type of way yeah i think like we want to live a lot of our lives in fantasy yeah and there's um there's like some good there is some good to that like to you know want to live a dream and and want to live you know a life that like you you like can see yourself living Mm 
but I think that there's there has to be some like middle of the road of like pragmatism and realizing that you know life is is full of hardships and it's full of you know things that are going to want to beat you down yeah and um there you go (laughs) you weren't supposed to stop talking oh keep talking right sorry the game started um I think there's a lot of things that in life it's going to try to beat you down I'm not even talking about that I'm talking about like if you meet someone online yeah but but I'm I'm talking about like I think that like we even try to fantasize about our partners you know and they're they're also part of our dreams right because like love is such a big uh, part of life yeah and you know to to fantasize in life is good I think to a certain extent and it's even healthy and it's it there is some healthiness in in like escapism but I think like yeah it's very easy to go too far you know there there was this thing um Frankl wrote when he was trying to figure out you know the meaning of life and a lot of it was that you know you could be you could be tortured but they can never touch your mind. Like, whatever your mind... You know, your mind is, is the ultimate, you know, escape. Yeah. And... Because he was in, you know, a concentration camp. And right. Obviously, it was, war- it was a labor concentration camp. And... You know, in some of those instances, humans have needed that to survive. Right? To, like, get through these, like, insane hardships. Like, we're we're just, like... We're creatures that can just, like really take it and one of the things is like to compensate for our intelligence is we also have the ability to like escape from reality in a certain sense when when things get very hard right but i would say that piggybacks off of what i was saying no it does yeah you can't you can't essentially put that burden on someone else someone new coming into your life right expect them to stick around right um unless it is you know it is true love and i feel like there's always that what if that people think of like what if this is the person yeah what if my love is in hawaii like or europe or whatever and you just gotta like dial it in like i i like the idea of escapism and like fantasy and stuff like that because that that keeps your mind going and that keeps like a positive outlook and it's needed because i think like yeah i think like you know like there is a lot of like dullness in life and like you do need to have fantasies and you need to have dreams and like you need to dream about things and things need to be like exciting and curious to you but i agree like don't see a world that doesn't exist in other people and it's not fair like there is some like moral like ethics to it of like of like dreaming of like your partner being something that they're not you know like you have as much or i think like you have a responsibility to others as much as to yourself um not to put fantasies on them right and to yeah. see what life really is and i think that like yeah you can find some truth in escapism and you can find some strength in escapism and it, and it can be like a an appropriate strategy at times but i i think that I mean, it, it, I think you probably get what I'm trying to say, where it's like, yeah. there is, there is obviously some good things to escapism, but you know, I, it's, it's not, yeah, you're, you're right. It's not okay to like put worlds into other people. 
Well, it's also too like with the whole social media thing and social like social dating and things like that. It's easy for it to turn into a negative thing very right. quickly because if let's say you and some girl match and you talk for a bit and then she just says, "Well, I found someone else." That automatically tells you like, "Oh, you weren't good enough." And then that can be like Right. That can be harsh to hear sure. and understand and then you're you're basically in competition with a sea full of men which like in reality It's true. You are, but it's hurtful to hear that from someone that you had high hopes with from the beginning. Do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it can be a very negative thing and it leads people down like bad rabbit holes. Um another thing, like I feel like these like social dating apps I don't know what it is, but like women recently with <laughs> There's like a narcissism this is I think. my link. Go follow my OnlyFans. Well we were talking about it that there's like a an epidemic of narcissism. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a and then it's sad because then essentially it's gonna turn into a generation of like loneliness because no one wants to be with the narcissist and no one it's going to be too late for those people to create bonds and relationships. Right. You know, what's interesting is, um, somebody was, somebody wrote a post the other day about how, you know, relative levels of comfort are very like expansive and, um, are very, like, expansive between generations. So, like, you know, what was considered comfort in the 70s or, you know, in, like, the 19, 1950s mm-hmm. is very wildly different than, than what's considered comfort now, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, what's, what's, like, your base level of comfort, right? Like, yeah. obviously, the base level of comfort is I have Wi-Fi, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But 1930s, it might have just been, you know, I have food and... It, there's different there's different levels of standard obviously yeah. as technology has advanced and one of the things was that they were talking about was that um you get a phone call or no okay okay i was like well we can stop the pod it's all right no i'm i'm listening to you yeah so um i think uh i don't know where i was going with it now whoops no you got it you remember? I you showed me Points? your fo- you showed me your phone and I I didn't show I, you anything. <laughs> I didn't move. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw her under the bus. She flipped her <laughs> phone at me and and um it completely uh, blanked my mind. I didn't do that about where I was going with it. <laughs> You're talking about how there's different bases. There's different bases and, of comfort. And basic needs. Uh huh. Yeah, that sounded really interesting. Where was I going with that? Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember? No, because I don't live in your brain. Oh, all right. I thought I had this conversation with you the other day. Nope. I think you're talking to yourself again. Sometimes I do do that. Yeah, that's okay. No, I I just think, um, you know, it's, it's sad that, like, essentially now a lot of people... About, like see what their worth is based off of 
the likes they get or the attention they have or how many friends they have online. Um, right. When a lot of people have just lost sight on just be a good fucking person and go on about your life. You know, I think that, um, you know what, I can, I can kind of remember now where I was going with that. So, it's really interesting to see what, like, the development of, like, what a good, like, what a good human is, you know? Because, like, for a long time throughout history, a lot of humans were just, like, absolute fodder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the birth survival rates were super low. Yeah. Um, there wasn't, like, a lot of chance of survival. And it kind of, like, poses a, a deep question of, like, what is consciousness and what is the meaning of, like, what is the meaning of life? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know what I mean, though? It's like, it's like everyone gets to experience consciousness, but, you know, you only get certain, stre- you only get certain levels to the, to the relative, like, height of the consciousness that you experience. Yeah. Right? Um... I don't think Koss wrote that, but I think uh, somebody somebody in bioethics wrote wrote about that that there's that there's sort of a bell curve of consciousness that you experience. Yeah, I know we've we've touched base on it before. Right. Yeah. Um. What's interesting to me is like, you know, what's that what's that fuse like on on you know people that were like let's say like indentured servants or like were slaves or had very short, cruel lives, and, like, they obviously didn't experience high education, right? Probably most of their family died. Like, that, that's a very cruel life to have to live through, right? So how did they cope with that, and how did they, like, make meaning out of their own lives? You see what I'm mm-hmm. sort of getting at? Yeah. Because there is a certain, like, extreme cruelty to to a lot of lives that so have you, existed. Like, I know this is like very cruel to say, but like let's say in today's age, um, I don't know. Let's just say there's like a twenty two year old male looking to date someone online, but when he was fifteen, both of his parents died in a car accident. It was very traumatic for him, and he never healed from it. So he's viewed as like a negative person because he didn't heal from that trauma. Uh huh. How does he? How does he, like, find worth in his life day-to-day? Yeah, what I'm saying is that um, that a regression back to, to more cruelty in life probably, probably isn't an ab- abnormality. Like, we, we think about how much, you know, like, the middle class has, like, existed and a lot of people have been able to prosper. You know, like probably the largest amount of people in, in modern history have been able to prosper yeah. and live comfortable lives and, and um, it be enjoyable. I'm saying that's definitely not the historical base case for most of human history. Most of human history has probably been suffering. Lives have been cruel, short lived, like fuses. And um, yeah, I mean, people need to find meaning in their own lives. I think that there's like a deep spiritual wealth that you can like tap into and and find it no matter what life like you're not sentenced to live but that like fate has determined for you in a certain way right because yeah. like we all have our own limitations in life and we all have our own stories that have that have already been kind of written for us up to the point of our birth and there are just some things that we're never going to live past you know 
And I think accepting those limitations and accepting the limitation that, that life doesn't work out, you know, because like we literally don't, no one, no one gets out yeah. of this thing. Yeah. And I think understanding that, accepting it and finding like a level of peace to that is one of the best ways to start finding happiness because then you reduce the level of expectations that you have for yourself and in your own life and what your life needs to be. Yeah. Right. So, you know, going with, well, and I'm not, I'm not saying like people are saying this, you know, like, well, boohoo, I can't, I can't find a partner in life. Well, maybe that's not what your life was written out to be. Right. Like where, where's the expectation? That there's already an expectation there that you've written for yourself. Yeah. And you need to re- release the expectation. I'm not saying like settle with somebody that doesn't, you know, you don't, that doesn't well, deserve to be with you. Stress. I know you said, right. that, like you said, love is a big, is a big thing in life, but there's a lot of stress of, oh, I'm 35, I don't have a girlfriend, oh, I'm 45. Right, and you feel lonely and you and feel sad, and, and yeah, I get it. But if you, continue to think that like you're not going to be happy in life unless you have that love right then you won't be happy because then who's to say your soulmate comes and crosses paths with you and you guys just don't see eye to eye for whatever reason and you you missed out on it because you were so focused on this picture perfect in your head right like i and i guess what i'm trying to get at is like you have to remember that life is a tragedy and like, yeah, you should be aware, aware of that because, Jesus. I mean, because like you can miss that chance yeah. and that is your life, you know, yeah. and you do only get one shot at life. I mean, it's not to like up the, up the level of pressure for things, but you know, like, yeah, I mean like your odds aren't great. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think like realistically for the most part, if you're able to tie yourself into a community, um, and have, you know, and be a decent person, like you're going to find somebody, right. Mm -hmm. And you, you will find like the right person. I, I, I just think I'm probably thinking too philosophically about, about like the grander historical picture. I think, I think realistically, you know, like. Yeah, whatever you want to say about religion, right? There is a community that is attached to that and there are people and like you understand what their values are. And um it that isn't impossible to then like, you know, find within that community someone that's the right match for you, right? Or there there are like I'm sure you know, I I think like you need to start with if you're having trouble making human connections online you need to start going to incorporating yourself into actual community activities that take place in real life like hobbies hobbies aa meetings whatever yeah right you know you need to you need to go to places where people actually are yeah that have similar values that you have Mm -hmm. and find those values because then you're going to find somebody that that has similar values to you yeah that's the problem online it's like what do you do for hobbies? And then you end up meeting the person. You're like, you don't do that. Right. Just put that on there so you find <laughs> me. What? And then it's like a lie. But if you 
I don't know, for example, you go hiking or you, I don't know, you rock climb or something. Like, maybe if there's, like, places that you can meet actual people. Right. Build rapport and, like, relationship with there first. It, it gets you a step closer. It also sucks. I mean, like, it does suck incorporating yourself into a new community at first because it's always awkward you know and i mean it's always it's and you are putting yourself out there and things might not work out and might not be the right fit and then you have to go find somewhere else you know but you tried but at least you tried yeah and you did get a step closer yeah for sure and moral of the story get off your phone and go do something yeah pretty much Go do something, go to church, go to, you know, go to, you know, events. There's social events every weekend mm-hmm. with people and, and, you know, where literally they force you to introduce yourself to, to people. And, like, if you need a more intimate community, I mean, I'm not saying, like, um, like, obviously, like, the, this, like, if it's appropriate, like, going to, like, AA or something like that. You or know. even if you want to do a cooking class. Or a cooking class, sure. That's way more appropriate than what I was yeah. throwing out there. Yeah. <laughs> a cooking class, I mean, that can that can open you up to at, at, at least if you don't have a you don't end up having a relationship and a family and like marrying this person, maybe you make like a lifelong friend. Right. And then that lifelong friend has a mutual friend that has a girlfriend that you end up being with or whatever like you've got to make the connections to get where you want to be yeah or just get lucky like you and me yeah just wait for you to emerge out of a pond and then emerge out of a pond carrying uh, Arthur's sword swamp monster no that's the origin of Gwendolyn yeah you just you arose out of a pond and then you became Merlin's wife and that was (laughs) That's that. And that was that. That's, that's how that. That's, that's our story. origin story. Yeah. <laughs> Lady of the Lake, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were carrying a sword. It was a dope sword. A really dope sword. Big yeah. The big. And uh, Arthur used it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. You know what? I don't know what I'm gonna do for the next two weeks. Probably sleep. I need to sleep. And play chess because you're a little rusty. <laughs> we gonna play again? Yeah, it's your turn. I I can tell that you're getting tired. Yeah, I'm tired. All right, we can call the pod here. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you very much. Thank you for doing the pod with me.